Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of Vividly Holy Podcast, and I am so excited because we have with us today, Tamika is back. Hey, Mika. Hey. <laughs> and we have our special guest. I'm so giddy and excited about this. Our sister friend, um, Missionary Marla Lane. Welcome, Missionary Lane. Well, thank you for having me. Very good. <laughs> We're excited to have you. I was so excited when uh, the Lord put you on my mind to talk about this topic. I I know there are some other people we could have gone with, but you were the one that the Lord brought in um, to discuss this. And so I know there is a word from the Lord. No pressure. <laughs> there is a word from the Lord. Uh, Mr. Light, can you give us a little bit of background for our listeners? Uh, well, my name is Marla Lane, and um, titles are missionary, sister, Marla, D- Denise, whatever you want to call oh, me okay. is perfectly fine. Uh, gosh, I don't know what. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I'm just Marla. Hey. I'm, just, I'm just Marla uh, and one of my good friends. I'll say, I'll say this like one of my good friends says that I'm just a servant. That's it. I'm just a servant of God. That's it. And that that leads right into what we're talking about on this uh, this evening. So <clears throat> I like the fact that titles don't define you. Titles, you know, when we're talking about what salvation and holiness means to us, God doesn't call us missionary or prophetess or or evangelist or pastor. He calls us by name. He calls us son. He calls us daughter. And so when we're talking about salvation, I like that that brings it right brings us right into the perspective of salvation being personal and that's what we're going to talk about and share with on this this podcast episode what salvation means to me and what holiness means to me and so we're going to dive right in we can start with um what is salvation just right off the rip what is salvation well if uh you have to go back to what the bible says about salvation if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, mm-hmm. um, the Lord Jesus, that is Romans. I got over here Thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. See, thank you. Mm-hmm. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yes. That's first and foremost what salvation is. Mm-hmm. So if you confess with your mouth, yes, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, mm-hmm. and believe in your heart that very thing. You are saved. Yeah. And that's first and foremost, according to the Bible. Yeah. Now, another thing, we have this misconception. I say we because I've I've been around church all my life. Not in, around. That's mm-hmm. two different things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's two different things. Yeah. I wasn't saved all my life. Right. But I know of church yeah. all my life. Yeah. Since I was the small. Mm-hmm. So one thing we have to realize too, being saved or accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior does not equate a whole lot of rules. Mm. And a lot of times, the first thing we get saved, we, we get these rules. Don't do this. Don't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't. You can't. You don't. It's, it's a bunch of rules. Mm-hmm. And if you're so focused on all these rules, it's almost like a vice. You feel like mm-hmm. you can't breathe. Right. 
So, and I think a lot of times, especially young people, they think salvation means rules. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't yeah. go here. I can't. Salvation is not rules. It's about a relationship. That's right. But one thing about it, when you have that relationship with God, you don't mind abiding by the rules, but the, the Bible calls them commandments. No commit, right. And that's how we we know that we are disciples of Jesus Christ. Yes. By following his commandments. Not the rules. Because you can have rules in a relationship. All right, now. But if you have a relationship, you don't mind following those rules or commandments, as yeah. the Bible says. Yeah. Because you won't do anything to hurt God's feelings mm-hmm. because you love God. And that's another thing about salvation. When you love God and you're and you and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you love him so much that you don't want to do anything to hurt his feelings. Right. That's just like a child and a parent. Mm-hmm. A child does not want to do anything to hurt uh their parents' feelings or make them ashamed. Yeah. So when you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, you don't want to do anything to hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. That's where their relationship comes in. That's where you talk to God. You learn about God. You learn of me. Yeah. You suck with God. Yeah. Because I've been married for going on 13 years. Mm-hmm. And when I first got married, I had to learn my husband. Mm-hmm. I had to learn what he liked, learn what he disliked, learn his ins and outs. There was a relationship there. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't, it takes time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't come. Trust the process. Trust the yeah. process. It doesn't come overnight. Yeah. Now, I've been in this for 12, going on 13 years. Yeah. But year one, we had to learn. Year two, year three, year four. You have to learn what God requires of you. But like I said, when you love God, you don't mind reading his word because yeah. of, of the salvation. You don't mind reading his word. You don't mind it for a time because of their relationship. So that that's that's something that with, with young people, mm-hmm. you're well. I, I maybe maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my skirt got to be down to the floor. Come on, come on. I, I can't wear red. Yeah. I can't wear. I can't. I can't have a perm in my mm-hmm. hair. I can't do this and with the young and, and that turns off a lot of young people. Right. But salvation is not rules. I cannot stress that enough. It is a relationship yeah. with God. Yeah. Not rules. Yeah. If you love him, you'll keep his commandments. Yeah. I know I'm in the book with that one. Yeah. If you love God, you'll do whatever it needs to be done to maintain that relationship with yes. God. Because one thing about it, if you make somebody get saved, you gotta make, gotta make them to keep them safe. Right. You gotta do the work to keep them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta do that work. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the ways of God are not strenuous. The ways of a transgressor is hard. It's hard, right? Yeah. But when you love God and you accept Him as your accept Him as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. it's it's there's nothing strenuous. Yeah. About it. Yeah. And even with the Holy Ghost. No, the Holy Ghost brings all things to your remembrance. Once we confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then he brings about the Holy Ghost. We are candidates, as my dad used to say. We are mm. candidates for the Holy Ghost. Come on. Now, the Holy Ghost, 
of course, we know uh, in the uh, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all speaks about the uh, the death of Jesus Christ. But one thing about it, he didn't stay in the grave. He got up out the grave. Yeah, <laughs> right. He is no longer there. He is no longer there. <laughs> he is risen, as he said. Yeah. But when Jesus rose from the grave, he defeated Satan mm -hmm. at the cross. Because when, when that happened, he put us back in line with God, mm -hmm. with that relationship. Yes. Because when Adam said, thanks, Adam, right. Adam, got, <laughs> Adam messed up everything. Yes. All Adam had to do was pet the lion on the head and yeah. that's it. Yeah. But when he disobeyed God, that's where that sin came in at. Mm -hmm. He allowed himself to be deceived by mm -hmm. Satan. That's where that separation came. Yeah. But when Jesus came on this earth, he walked with the disciples, he ate with them, he ministered, he healed. Mm -hmm. And when he died, he still on this earth for 33 and a half years, but he died so we can get in right fellowship with the God yes. when he died on the cross. Yeah. But like I say, he didn't stay. He, he didn't, didn't stay there. Yeah. He, he didn't stay in that grave. Yeah. He got up. And when he got up and he was seen amongst those disciples and yeah. he told them, Go tarry. Yeah. yeah. Go tarry. And when they tarry, it was for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Acts 2 and 2 and 8, I believe. I may have that wrong. Let me, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Acts 1 and 8, Acts 2 and 4. Also, when he ascended to heaven, he left the Holy Ghost. Acts 1 and 8, Acts 2 and 4. So, when the disciples tarry, that's when the Holy Ghost came. Mm-hmm. Holy Ghost is our comforter, our paraclete. Mm -hmm. Holy Ghost brings all things to your remembrance. Mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the old folks say you're the keeping power. Keeping power, yes. That's what keeps you. Yeah. Because once this vessel is clean mm. and swept, mm. we have to have something back Hallelujah. in to keep us in yes. this way. Yeah. Because the uh, Bible speaks about that too. When this vessel is clean, mm -hmm. if you don't have the Holy Ghost within you, yeah. Those those spirits, what what no what came out? What came out? Come looking. Come, they come back yeah. looking, bringing seven, seven others worse. Yes, yes. they're the first. Yeah, the <laughs> end of that man is worse than yes. Thank you, you. You in the book. So that's where, and when I was coming up, they always tell us when when you when you get saved, mm -hmm. tear for the Holy Ghost because mm -hmm. you're gonna need the Holy Ghost. Yes, you're gonna need. Someone and Holy Ghost is a spirit. Holy Ghost is not a thing. Mm -hmm. Holy Ghost is a person. Yes. Third in the Godhead Trinity. God yes. the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Yes. Those three are one. It's yes. a person. It's not an it. Right. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's not Casper. It's not Casper the Holy Ghost. There's no such thing as right. you no. Know, right. No. No, it's not Casper. Yes. The Holy Ghost is a person. Yes. That lives in us, that dwells in us, that Hallelujah. abides in us, that brings all things to our remembrance. Yes. He'll walk, see? He'll Come walk on. with you. He'll talk. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. He'll walk with you. He'll talk with you. Yeah. 3 a.m. in the morning, when you can't have nobody to talk to. He right there. He right there with you. <laughs> right? And, yeah. and that's what he's there for. Mm -hmm. Holy Ghost will give you joy. That, that you don't even know where it comes from yeah. in the midst of chaos. Yes. Gives you that peace and a peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yes. That's what the Holy Ghost does. Yes. And also with the Holy Ghost, there's those fruit. Fruit is fruit. There's no S on that. Right. Fruit of the Spirit. Yes. <laughs> there's no S. Yes. Fruit of the Spirit. Yes. That's in Galatians, I believe. Yes, ma'am. That's in Galatians. Bible 22. So it comes with. It comes with some benefits. 
But the thing about it is, you have to be willing to say, God, I surrender. Everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. And when you say, God, I surrender everything, the, those promises, every promise that's in the Bible, mm -hmm. you, you are entitled to. Mm -hmm. That's just like, perfect example. I was, I was born a smith. Mm -hmm. Esther and Adi are my parents. Mm -hmm. So anything that they have, they, they pretty much, you know, uh, they would they would get for me. They would uh, take they took they took care of me. They provided for me mm -hmm. because I was their child. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. same way with the Holy Ghost. When we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, uh, God takes care of us. He yes. provides for us everything with ev we everything we need. For yes. my God shall supply all your need according to His riches Ooh. and glory. There's no S on needs either. It's, yeah, there's need. no S. It's need. <laughs> so whatever that need is, God will provide. Hey, and that's where the Holy Ghost comes in at. He mm -hmm. keeps us in all paths of righteousness. Yes. Every promise in the Bible, there are there are. Yeah. But we have to make it up in my we have to make it up in my in our mind that we will accept Jesus Christ. And like I said before, that's what that's the first step of salvation. Mm -hmm. Believing that he died on the cross for our sins and he rose again on the third day. That's the salvation. That's the first step. The second step, Terry for the Holy Ghost. When I was coming up, they told us fast, mm -hmm. <laughs> fast, pray, read your word, and yeah. carry for the Holy Ghost. Yeah, clear yeah. out everything out of your mind. Clear out yeah. everything out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, to make sure that vessel you're, you're preparing that vessel. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you cook something, you just don't go in and you have to prepare. You have to buy all the ingredients you need to cook that mm -hmm. dish. And same way with us. When we want to receive God, because the Holy Ghost does not dwell in an unclean temple. Yeah. Does not do it. Yeah. The Holy Ghost is not a rapist. He does not force us to Come do on. anything. Come on. You have to be willing and yeah. obedient to accept God as your personal Savior. Yes. And that's that's another misconception. Uh, people think God is this mean person in the sky. If I do wrong, he's going to strike me down with this lightning mm -hmm. bolt. No, he's a gentleman. Yeah. He gives us free will. But you have to accept him. Mm -hmm. You have to say, God, I'm tired of the state that I am in. Yes. Please come into my life and save me. Yes. Please, I want you as my Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. I want you head of my life. I yes. surrender everything to you. It's not grievous. And, and like I said before, a lot of times young people, they think that it's a hard thing to live saved. It's a hard thing to have the Holy Ghost. It's not. Yeah. But a lot of times... We make it hard. We do. <laughs> yeah. We make it hard. We make it about the rules and the regulations. But if you love God, you won't have a problem yeah. with following what, what these what this word said. Yes. So with, with with our young people, we we have to make sure that we're following what the Bible says. And also because it's different from when I was coming up. Mm -hmm. It was a lot different. <laughs> when I was coming up, I ain't asked why. <laughs> we just right. did it. <laughs> yeah. We just did it. You this know. generation asked why. This yeah. generation, and, they, and that's a good thing. They want to know why. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you, you say that I must confess Jesus and believe in my heart. Okay. Why do I need to do this? Yes. Why? Why? I know it says in, this in the Bible. Why do I need to do this? Because one thing about it, when we speak things, when we speak things that comes from our heart, and you have to speak. This, this, this is a proclamation. This is an affirmation of what you believe. Mm -hmm. you know, we, we have the statement of faith, what we believe. Yeah. 
So with, with our young people, we just have to, something my pastor always says, okay, we call the altar, who wants to be saved? And they come to the altar, and a lot of times we don't take time to explain what it means to be saved. Hmm. And a good example my pastor uh, gives, he said, what it means to be saved is, let's just say you're out in the water and you're drowning. And someone sees you drown. They they just don't stand there on the bank and let you drown. Yeah. They either throw out a life preserver. They come out to get you. They save you. Mm-hmm. And that's what it means to be saved. When you when you are saved, you say, God, I am sinking mm-hmm. in, in the pits here and I need help. I need to be saved. I need to be salvaged. Mm-hmm. Come into my life and help me. Save me. So that's that's something that we really, 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 really need to stress for our young people that being saved and having the Holy Ghost. You can't you can't have fun being saved and having the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You can have peace. Yes. You can have joy. You can have comfort in the midst of confusion, in the mm-hmm. midst of chaos. Mm-hmm. You can have somebody with you 24-7, 365 days of the year and never leave you. Before I never leave you, nor forsake you. Yeah. And to me, not only am I in the book when I said that, but to me, that is the greatest joy, knowing that I have someone that I can turn to, someone that gives me comfort. When I'm having one of those days, you just want to scream, and someone can whisper in a still, small voice, I'm with you. I got you. It's going to be okay. Even in the midst of chaos. Knowing that you have that blessed assurance, as the old song yeah. says, Jesus is mine, oh, the foretaste yeah. of glory divine. Yeah. Knowing that he is with you all the time. Mm-hmm. Also on this earth, on this earth, but the end result, when I close my eyes, when it's all said and done, when I breathe my last breath, that he can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's the end result. Mm-hmm. That's the end part. Mm-hmm. of it by being saved and having the Holy Ghost that we will be able to just like Jesus rose we'll rise up to meet him and to live with him forevermore yeah so you have the earthly part of being yeah. saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and then you have the awesome. end result yeah of being saved and filled with the Holy Ghost yeah because I don't I don't want to honestly I don't want to go through all this stuff down here <laughs> yeah and my end is eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But on that same note, I know what the end is, but also down here, I know I can have joy. I can have peace in the midst of tribulation, mm-hmm. in the midst of trials. Mm-hmm. And I can see my Jesus face in peace. Yeah. I can see him as a savior and not a judge. Oh, 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 that's heavy. That's heavy right there, right there. Pin that. See him as a savior and not a and judge. Not a judge. Come on. See him as a savior and not a judge. I don't want to hear him say, "Depart from me." After going through all this stuff down here, yeah. you know. But when I see him, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. You have been faithful over a few things. Mm-hmm. I make you rulers over many. Yeah. So, in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what being saved and having the Holy Ghost means to me. Yes. More of a now I, I didn't I didn't get this way. <clears throat> and I, I've been I've been saved and 
through the Holocaust for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now coming to realize it's about the relationship I have yeah. with God. Yeah. It's not about what I'm seeing someone else. It's not about what I'm seeing someone else do, mm-hmm. which, and, and I thank God for those pioneers that are that were before me. But my, what I, what I was doing wrong, I would look at someone Mm-hmm. And I thought I was supposed to emulate that yes. person. Yes. If that person ran around church, I'm supposed to run around church. Mm-hmm. If that person was really, really loud, I was supposed to be really, really loud. Mm-hmm. I thought that. I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I did not know any better. You're not alone in this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. But until I was, uh, God had to separate me and get me by myself. Then he started to tell me, it's about a relationship with me. Seek me on what you are supposed to do concerning me. Yes. According to what the Bible tells you what you're supposed to do. Because a lot of times we get, we, we, if we don't do those things that we see other people do, then we think we're not saved. Yeah. I didn't yell as loud as her. I didn't run around the church today. I didn't speak in tongues 15 different times. I didn't mm-hmm. do that. And you think you're not saved. No. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's yeah. not how that works. Yeah. That's not how that works. Yeah. But we have to seek God for ourselves. And that's the beautiful part about it. God wants to seek him for who he is mm-hmm. and what he wants you to do uh, what he and the things that he has for you to do in in this great kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's the beautiful part of it because there's there's so much work in this kingdom. It's, it's so much work <laughs> that nobody won't have nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but seek God for yourself and ask God. But the first calling is is for salvation. That's the first call. Yeah. That's the first call for everybody. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people think when <laughs> When they get saved, they call to be a preacher. They call to be a missionary. Mm-hmm. They call... mm-hmm. No, the yeah. first call you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Yeah, and then as time goes on, you see God. He will let you know what you're supposed to. Because yeah. everybody's not called to go across the seas. Everybody's not called to be in the pulpit. Yeah, yeah. just being honest. Yeah, you may be called to be a sweet, sweet street a sweeper, mm-hmm. and when somebody passes by, you may witness to that person. Yeah. You may be a foster parent. Mm-hmm. And God may send children your way to minister to those children. Mm-hmm. So we, you have to be open to what God wants you to do. Yes. In this vast kingdom of God. Yeah. <laughs> I have taken a ton. I have taken so many notes. I didn't uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't my notes. Oh, this evening. It's a it's a it's a couple of things that you you hit the nail on the head and it would take us into of another podcast even expound on some of the things that you have said but one thing that you did mention was um salvation is beautiful and it comes in knowing saying god i need saving mm-hmm. you know i can't do this by myself mm-hmm. i don't want to do this by myself mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a difficult thing to face because we want to be you know when i got saved i got saved at a young age preacher's kid and it was like rules mm-hmm. it was like this is what you gotta you gotta look like this dress like this sound like this be here at this time do that and it was just about and i was like 
All right. If I did anything wrong, I was like, God is angry with me. Right. You know, he's cast me out of the kingdom. I'm not saved anymore. Right. right. But then as we get as as I've grown and matured in God, I've learned him as a savior. Mm-hmm. So even when I err, he's the one. It's the Holy Ghost that tells me that I've erred. Right. And now do this again. I mean, let me show you right. how to do this right. versus this this damnation mentality. Right. And so I think that that's something that um, a lot of people today are causing them to be withdrawn from God because mm-hmm. even with the parent analogy, you know, maybe they didn't have the best relationship with their parents mm-hmm. or specifically with their father or maybe their father wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so when you're telling them, you know, God wants to be your father, allow him to be. Well, I don't know what a father is or my father's not present. So why would I sign on to this God for him not to be present right. and abandon me? And so it uncovers all of this. But salvation, it brings us back into back to what you were talking about with Adam. It brings us back to our original state. It brings us back to that. That's it. The fellowship Mm -hmm. with the Lord. And we're back in fellowship and all these benefits, all these things shall be added. All these benefits. Mm -hmm. I tell you, I haven't in the midst of chaos. I haven't had so much peace Mm -hmm. in the midst of confusion. Mm -hmm. As I do right now, but it comes from the Holy Ghost who teaches us into that holiness part. It's God that teaches us to be holy. Right. There is nothing, you know, it's not by works that we're saved. The Bible says there's nothing that we can do to be holy enough, whether your skirt is dragging and dusting the floor Mm -hmm. and and your sleeves are covering till people can't see your fingers, Mm -hmm. you know, and you got whatever on your head and Mm -hmm. your hair and all this. But on the inside. He says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I don't even know you. So it's him because he is holy. He calls us to be holy and right. he makes us right. holy. I, I have enjoyed this. And it's not grievous. Like I said before. I it, wrote that down. His <laughs> commandments are not grievous. Right. Yes. Because when if, if you love if you love your parents, you will obey your parents. Mm-hmm. Because you love them. Mm-hmm. Same way with God. Mm-hmm. If you love God you will do what he says. Because one thing about God, God's not going to tell you anything that's not in this Bible. Because mm-hmm. he is his word. Yes. So if you love God, you will, as I said this earlier, you will keep his commandments. Now, going to church does not make you saved. Come on, say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> going to church does not make you saved. Yeah. But if you love God, you'll go to church. Yeah. To meet him. To be with him. To be yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. To enter into his, enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, you love, love. I guess that's a whole nother issue too. <laughs> love, love will make you do things. Mm-hmm. I said make you do things, but it's not hard. Yeah, because if you, because first of all, God loved us anyway. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Mm-hmm. So he loved us first. Yes. So we're just returning the favor. Yes. Really. Come on. <laughs> we're just returning the favor. But when you love, when you love God, it's not, it's not for the things that he gives, which he does. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added mm-hmm. to you. Yes. So when you're seeking God, you do it out of pure love. Mm-hmm. Now, if he wants to give you some more stuff, mm-hmm. some things, that's entirely up to him. Yeah. But you seek him for his face and not his hand. Trump, that part. But when you love him, you don't you don't mind praying. 
Yeah. When you love them, you don't mind fasting. Yeah. When you love them, you don't mind sacrificing some sleep just to pray. Yeah. Because you love them. And you said, you said one more thing. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. You know, you get saved today and we, we earnestly, and I believe I can speak for all three of us when I say we earnestly pray that God will impress upon someone's heart as they're listening to this to give their lives to God or rededicate their lives back to God or fall deeper in love with God. But trust the process. You know, getting saved one day, not ready to preach to the nations the next day. Getting saved on, on Sunday and, and saying, I'm going to take it one day at a time. I'm going to take it an hour at a time. Whatever is necessary for that for you as an individual. Because I remember when I got saved, and I was seeking and I and I got the Holy Ghost and I was like, Lord, I'm seeking for the holiness way because I know it can't be just rules and ordinances. It's a lifestyle. And so I went to hear my bishop preach and he, he got up and he said, don't set your sights on the mother that's been saved for 75 years. That's it. You know, if it takes you waking up and saying, I'm going to live saved till 12. I'm going to live mm-hmm. saved to the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Do what it takes for you. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in service and I wrote that down. And I said, Lord, I'm going to give it to the end of the day. And immediately the devil was like, you know, you're not going to make it to the end of the day. <laughs> and I responded back, I'm going to give it till 12. And I woke up every day at five in the morning and I would pray and seek God and read my word till 12. Mm-hmm. And I'd look up and it'd be 12 o'clock and I'd be so joyful. Thank you, God. God, you kept me till 12. Now I can go till Mm -hmm. 5. And I would extend it like Mm -hmm. that until it was just a daily thing for me. Mm -hmm. And the Lord began to teach me then, it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit. So now the Holy Ghost is keeping me. Mm -hmm. But I I had to condition my mind not to look so far into the future. Right. We have, don't give any thought to tomorrow, but give thought for, excuse me, for today. For today. Cause he'll keep he'll keep me, right? If we want, he'll keep you if you want, if to, you be want to be kept. Yeah, and I I desire every day, and it's an everyday. Every day I walk. choose I choose God every day. He chooses me, mm-hmm. but I consciously make the decision every day to live for you mm-hmm. today. Cause that where where else am I going? The disciples when Jesus asked the disciples, "Will you two go?" The answer came back, "Where am I going? Where, where are we going? You you got the word of life. Where where on earth am I am I going?" And so I thank God for for just um, the Lord giving you the the word and the the anointed to make it so plain that even a child can understand it. So God is not forcing salvation on anybody. It's a it's a package deal. He just I look at I said it in Sunday school yesterday. I said, imagine Jesus coming to you and saying, "I can do this by myself, but I'd like for you to help." Will you help me? Will you just tell somebody? We just—he'll do the work. You right. mentioned about you know you 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 work so hard on people to get them saved and get them filled, and you right. keep you pump them and prime them, mm-hmm. and you wear yourself out because you've done the work. Right. But Jesus said, "All I need you to do is tell. Them. All I need you to do is be a witness. Right. And if you'll be a witness to tell somebody, I'll come in and do the saving. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to knock." Just say exactly. somebody's at the door. Exactly. Jesus is yeah. at the door. Let them yeah, answer just, the just door. Let them, all you got to do is open the door. And he'll do the work. He'll do the work. Either of you all have anything else to add before we round this up? <laughs> all right. If not, we're going. Uh, Mr. Elaine, will you pray us out? And then um, we will see you guys later. Lord, 
we just want to thank you. Just we are we thanking you for your son, Jesus. And we are thanking you for the work that he did on the cross. And God, we thank you that he got up. He didn't stay in the grave, but he got up. And enabling us to have eternal life with you. And God, we thank you for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you for the things that you have done. We thank you for your gift that you have gave us that we can receive. And we thank you for your peace, your love, your joy. And all the promises are in the Bible that we can have a right to. God, we just thanking you. God, higher. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you. We just thank you for salvation. We just thank you for your love. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your peace that we can have in you. God, we just thank you that it's not hard. But because you loved us first, that you gave us the opportunity to love you back. And God, we are just thanking you. We thank you, you for the souls that are going to be saved. We thank you, you for the filling of the Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. And God, we thanking you that you are ever present with us. Because God, you say you would never leave us nor forsake us. And God, we just thank you for not giving up on us. Huh? Thank you. God, we just thank, thank you. Thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus. And we thank you for the Holy Ghost. And all these things, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. As always, this is Vividly Holy Podcast, where we just talk about living holy according to the Bible and giving practical tools for living saved and holy every day. Until next time, see you guys soon.